Welcome to Cab World. First off the rank for news, reviews and interviews from the world of taxi, private hire and chauffeur drive. This is episode number eight. Joining me as ever is my co-host, William. How's things with you, William? How's, Hi, uh, how's your week? Yeah, we are good. We are good. Good. Two steps forward, one back, but we're getting there. It seems a bit like that just now, doesn't it? It seems like there's light at the it end does, of the tunnel. Yeah. Things are starting to get a little bit better, but we're not quite there yet. So we're in this kind of strange limbo land. But it is just encouraging to see that things are picking up slightly. Um, very encouraging to see. Yeah, I think that um, a few things just on that. I think people um, around a few offices are starting to prepare to um, get busy. I think they're hoping to get drivers back because they're all expecting a boom the day that they say we can open restaurants and pubs and uh, let's hope we've got the drivers back to cover it. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, yep, hopefully that's a, a trend that just continues. So um, fingers crossed on that. So today in our show, as usual, we are going to start off with the news section, just a summary of some of the, the stories that are affecting our trade and and then the what's on section covering um, events that are happening in the UK and some overseas. So we'll get right into the, the news section. So taxi drivers working in Wokingham uh, that are struggling to earn a living due to uh, the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic will have to pay an extra £42 uh, over the next year for their licence. And the local borough council has decided to increase the fee for hackney carriages and private hire vehicle licences from £248, as it is currently, to £290 uh, for uh, for the year 2020 to 21. So the Labour and uh, Lib Dem councillors have called for fees to be frozen at £248 uh, during a meeting at the, well, the last uh, licensing committee meeting, which was uh, held on March the 9th. But the Conservatives uh, refused after stating that the hiked fees will be used to cover the council's admin costs and taxi drivers have been offered grants and other support. So that's quite uh, quite a contentious issue there where you've got some parties saying, yep, the, the, uh, the fees need to stay as they are, and others saying, no, they need to go up because we've got, um, we've got bills to pay. And obviously referencing the fact that there is um, some support out there for uh, for taxi drivers in the shape of of grants and and so on, which we know is is sketchy at best. Yeah, yeah, I think some of the grants are fine, but I think what they're forgetting here is that taxi drivers have got a lot of bills. They've still got vehicles to pay for, and this is a big thing: is paying for the vehicle. Um, so they've got HP agreements they've got to keep up, and they've got insurance they've got to keep up, and along with the rest of the, whatever in but bills have got coming into their household so getting these 1500 pounds sounds great but it doesn't go anywhere near covering half the cost that some of these guys have got no and i think it's just i mean it might not seem like a lot a jump from 248 to 290 pounds but i think it's just an example of the kind of incremental increases that you know when you look across the board at what uh, drivers are having to pay whether it's you know increased uh, amounts for their their insurance which seems to be um, a, a fairly consistent uh, message um, and then you add this and all the other incrementals it, it can soon add up meanwhile there is no license fee increases <laughs> in Tunbridge Wells uh, and again that's due to uh, due to the coronavirus so, so taxi drivers across Tunbridge Wells 
um, are breathing a sigh of relief after councillors decided on leniency uh, and voted to scrap plans for rises in their licensing fees. So it had been proposed to increase uh, a three-year uh, dual driving license from £265 to £271. So uh, a fairly modest increase. Um, yeah, but that, yeah. has been, that has been scrapped. So um, some some common sense there, I, I think, uh, from Tunbridge Wells, who uh, yes. who, who we must applaud, um, and uh, yeah, it just it just highlights the disparity uh, across the the whole country, where different uh, different uh, administrations and different local authorities seem to be doing different things. And I think what we need them to do is is listen to the taxi drivers, you know, who are who are genuinely having a real tough time out there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these councils rely on the taxis to do the schoolwork as well. And the councils obviously know there's no, there's no schoolwork getting done at the moment. And the majority of councils are not paying for drivers to do this. So they're saving all this budget they had for schoolwork. So I don't really see where they're losing that much money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Now, slightly closer to home, or slightly closer to my home anyway, um, an Edinburgh, yes, your side of the country, my side of my <laughs> side of sunny Scotland. Um, an Edinburgh uh, taxi driver uh, has uh, has made the the news in the last week or so. Um, essentially, I think he's fairly typical of an example that you'd find a, a, a anywhere in in the UK certainly at this moment in time. So he's he's been forced to take on um, a full time job. So he's um, he's become a painter and decorator during the pandemic. Um, but essentially, he's had to do that so that he can pay for the taxi that's sitting doing nothing on his driveway right now, which it just seems incredible. So his name is um, is Scott Blair. He's worked as a Edinburgh cabbie uh, for 13 years. <clears throat> he's, uh, he's previously made a good living uh, working his taxi, uh, but now he's had to take on a full-time job just to keep up with the uh, monthly payments for his taxi that sits on his drive doing nothing. And those monthly payments amount to £849. According to uh, to Scott Blair, since the pandemic hit, he's only driven his taxi twice, uh, twice this year. So with the uh, £849 uh, a month uh, to finance, basically found himself in an environment where he was doing, um, you know, three to four jobs during a seven-hour shift, um, so the economics just it just it just doesn't add up. Scott, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It, it really doesn't. And you know, this is an experienced uh, driver. He also happens to be the chairman of the um, Edinburgh Cab Branch Union, and uh, he's been applying pressure on the the Scottish government to include uh, cab drivers in the Strategic Business Framework Fund that gives uh, grant support to businesses that are required to close by law as a result of COVID-19 restrictions. Furthermore, Scott has has said that he is devastated that his business has more or less collapsed in in the last year. Um, And essentially, he and the rest of the trade are not being recognised as business owners because uh, the Scottish government don't uh, see them as as, as being uh, that because they don't have uh, a rentable uh, premises. So they're not allowed to access the strategic business framework fund. So there's a there's a, a huge gap there, really, because because by nature of the being a, a taxi driver, he doesn't have his own premises. Therefore, he's ineligible for these for these funds. 
Yeah, he's come under the same uh, sort of umbrella as a number of companies, uh, people that work from home and things like that. Um, they're, they're not getting any help, and some people have been going a long, long time um, and had no help at all for the whole year. Um, I fully understand where he's coming from. I've been around taxi companies, speaking to them um, through the whole of the country, and everybody's in the same boat. There's nothing out there. There's nobody going anywhere, and somebody needs to give these guys help. The fact that they're still looking to get payments for these vehicles, when they were saying in the budget they were going to look at um, another payment holiday, it's not just what they're doing now, it's what they're doing for the future and damaging the, the credit status of these guys when they go to get mortgages or they go to get new vehicles in a couple of years' time. They need to do something to help them out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a, there's a further feature about another local driver um, who, I mean, this is all too common to hear these types of numbers, but he was making um, just £4 an hour, um, you know, while working yeah. recently in the in Scotland's capital city and, uh, you know, really described the situation as being uh, like hell. Um, you know, he's seen uh, his income decrease uh, by in the region of 80%. And, um, and you know, this is typical of what's caused many drivers out there to to just hand back their 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 cab keys to the to the owner if they're uh, you know if they're if they're you know using another uh, driver's yeah. vehicle yeah if they're like, yeah it's very much like that Loki at the moment drivers are coming back and they're handing you their keys and um you know guys have got vehicles sitting there at the moment you can pick up a license for some of these cabs for nothing people are trying to give their license and their tax away to anybody that have them, just take over the payment in my vehicle, more or less, mm-hmm. um, to get them out of this mess. I mean, is there any signs of it coming back in Edinburgh? What's the, 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 the Edinburgh Festival and things like that? Is there any work done how that's going to go ahead this year? Or? I, 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 do you know, that's a good question. I'm not entirely I'm not entirely sure about the, the festival. Um, I think we're all kind of used to just taking it, you know, one month at a time, or even even one day at a time, yeah. on certain things, um, I, I would not expect it to go ahead. I mean, there's all sorts of things in all sorts of events locally that keep the the taxi sector uh, busy throughout the year ordinarily, and and most of those have just been um, shut down. Um, but no, that is a, a good point actually on the. Uh, the Edinburgh Festival and Fringe. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if there's been a, an official decision made on that as yet, but I'm sure even if it does go ahead, um, it will be on a, a much reduced scale because, of course, we won't have all the international um, travellers coming oh, here, right. the performers coming from all over the world as well. Um, so I think if it does go ahead, it would be in a very sort of diluted uh, format. Yeah, the, the other issue I have with it is that a number of companies and another bit, a number of businesses, they're increasing their prices quite a bit. And I know after the last lockdown, you know, a number of hairdressers and barbers had put their prices up to try and cover for the time they were closed. Now, there's arguments both sides of that coin, but it's a thing a taxi company, they, they can't do that. Mm-hmm. And when it gets back and it's busy, busy, busy at the weekends again, Taxi drivers can only do the same amount of hires as they've done before it. So they are, they are not going to recoup all last year's money. It's just not going to happen for them. Where some businesses are going to put, like the airports, they have doubled the, the cost, I think, to uh, in Glasgow anyway, for drop-off. Now, the airport's going to start recouping a lot of that money they lost last year just through that alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because everybody's going to want to go on holiday. 
So I just feel that the taxis are getting a sort of short end of the stick at this point. Um, there's nothing they can really do. They can't go up and put their prices up. It's just not going to happen. Councils won't allow it. Well, that's right. They can't put the prices up, but the costs seem to keep going up as well. I mean, there's a an example, the driver I was just talking about, you know, his monthly finance, licensing, insurance, and the maintenance costs of a, a Euro 6 black cab is over a £1,000 a month. I mean, that's a... You know, when you're when you're when you're working for uh, for four pound an hour, and you've got all those costs, <laughs> it doesn't. It? I, no, I'm afraid it doesn't. It really up. doesn't. It um, really doesn't. And I know that a number a number of drivers have taken on, um, and a number of companies um, are starting to do deliveries, and some have been doing them for quite a while. And drivers are doing this for the time being, and you know they've just got to do whatever they can do to make some money. Um, so they're taking some work off your know, Uber deliveries and deliveries and Uber Eats and things like this and just eating. So I know a number of drivers are doing that. So good luck to them. You know, you've got to do what you can do to make some. You've money. got to, yeah. And you know, these you might view these sorts of um, you know changes to the work that you do as being temporary, but I think there's a, there's a whole load of new habits. Um, you know, kicking in here, and, yeah. and, and certainly home delivery. Um, you know, whether it's uh, you know, uh, something from uh, Amazon or your supermarket or some local businesses, for that matter. I think that's just here to stay. I just don't see that yeah. ending anytime soon. No, no, that, that that's a big thing. That's just going to grow, and um, I think taxis will have to get involved in that because they're going to have to um, try and make some money at the quieter times. So, yeah, they'll be doing deliveries hopefully for a long time to come and hopefully it'll help them make some money. Well, there's um, there's a petition uh, that's being uh, launched uh, just now with the Scottish government. Um, there is a, uh, a domain, it's parliament.scot forward slash getting involved forward slash petitions and then forward slash save our trade. So I'm sorry, that's a bit wordy, but save our trade is the is the key thing here. And this is a petition um, that's been raised uh, by uh, Pat Rafferty on behalf of Unite. Um, now, this has got a closing date on the 24th of, of March um, this year, 2021. Uh, and it's essentially looking for support. They're calling on the Scottish government to urge... Um, Scottish Parliament, rather, to urge the Scottish government to protect the future of the taxi trade by providing financial support for taxi drivers, setting up a, a national stakeholder group um, with trade union driver representatives and reviewing low emission standards and implementation dates. So, I mean, that sounds like a, a fairly uh, common sense uh, request. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, this is a, a formal a petition that's been launched. Uh, I'm sure that uh, Pat Rafferty would be uh, looking for as much support in that area as possible. So I uh, just thought that was worthy of a, a mention here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, if the guys can go into the Scottish government and get that petition to sign, that would be fantastic. And maybe help us all get somewhere with it. Absolutely. No, and and that's unique to uh, the Scottish Parliament, but um, it, yes. it could be that you know there's something um, similar available in all parts of uh, the the UK and uh, and and overseas potentially. So, um, you know, it's things like this that give us a voice and uh, and could potentially um, bring about some improvements. So, um, so I realise this is another story about um, Edinburgh. 
but uh, it's an Edinburgh cabbie who's yeah, got slightly, him, slightly yeah. better news. Uh, Ray Mann is his name, and uh, thanks to his uh, impressive general knowledge, uh, he won uh, a life-changing uh, prize. So the Edinburgh taxi driver uh, took home £125,000 after winning uh, quite a significant amount of money there on TV's uh, Who yeah. Wants to Be a Millionaire? So, uh, yeah, good luck to him. You know, he's, he's, he's fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, it's good to... Good. I think he's retired, actually. I think he's a retired taxi driver, if I remember. Oh, right. yep, I think um, you could be right, actually. Yeah, so he's uh, he's, he's retired. Um, and, yeah. uh, you know, fantastic. Uh, you know, with, with so many, um, you know, bad news stories around the, the trade, um, it's good to know that um, Ray uh, has done yeah. very well. I hope uh, things can open up so Ray can get to start spending some of that and maybe jump a few taxis <laughs> and spend a few quid going to the pub for the restaurants and what Absolutely. It'd be, and spread it about a it bit. It would be rude not to. Um, so, yeah, yeah absolutely. understandably, he's uh, he's planning to take a, a nice holiday when uh, COVID-19 rules will allow. So, yeah, good luck to, good luck to him. Um, and finally, we've got uh, another story here about uh, a Scottish uh, taxi driver. Now, he plans to run the entire length of the West Highland Way in 24 hours uh, to raise money for a hospice charity. So, Fantastic. I mean, this is this is quite an achievement. So the the the, the taxi driver. He was inspired by by stories of um, of passengers that were affected by um, terminal cancer, uh, and and who wouldn't be uh, inspired by stories like that? And he's taking this epic challenge to raise money um, for their loved ones' end of life care. So um, Stephen Logan is is his name. He aims to run the West Highland Way in uh, one 24-hour stint, and he's raising the money for Marie Curie uh, Hospice in Glasgow. So, um, you know, hats off to to him. Um, He's 48 years old. He will set off uh, at midnight on June the 20th and aims to complete the 96-mile route by midnight um, the the following day. So, I mean, 96 miles in in 24 hours, that's taking some doing. Um, Well, that's from your end of the city or the the Scotland to mine because uh, Mogai is where I am and that's where the West Highland Way starts. That's right. So I I think if I was him, if I can give him a tip on that, I would be running it and finishing a Mogai because it's downhill that way, but if he's running up the way, <laughs> I don't know that will help him that much. But Well, I don't know. I, I know it normally takes um, sort of four or five days. People normally do the West Island way. They stay overnight in different parts of the country and enjoy it, the scenery and what have you. But by God, good on him if he's going to... Just doing it at all, never mind running it, and you know, twenty four hours. You know? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's. Uh, I, I guess it's it's going to be a tough challenge for him, but he'll be absolutely motivated um, to try and make a significant amount of money for a fantastic cause, uh, Marie Curie Hospice in Glasgow. He has a fundraising target which is ten thousand pounds. 
and you can donate. Um, he's got a Just Giving page, uh, so I believe you can you yes. can find that by going to uh, Just Giving and search for Stephen Logan. So that's uh, Stephen with a with a P P H E N. And I wish him wish him all the luck in the world and good luck to the guy. I hope he does it successfully. Absolutely. So yep, uh, one of uh, one of the trades best there. And now the what's on section. We've had no changes from last time so we'll just run through these again we've got the lphca national forum that takes place on tuesday the 6th of july um this year 2021 at the emirates old trafford in uh, manchester in england we've got the same organization the lphca their roadshow takes place on thursday the 30th of september that's at the marriott uh, heathrow in london We've got the PHTM uh, Expo, that's the Private Hire Taxi Monthly Expo, that is going to be taking place in, I believe, September. September. Have we got, have yeah. we got a date for that yet? No. Not a specific no, date. Okay, no, so that's it's aiming for September, but no exact uh, date as yet. So we'll keep you informed as news comes in. Uh, the venue is the MK Dons Arena uh, in Milton Keynes. Uh, there's a taxi expo taking place on the 16th of September. Uh, that's in the Netherlands. Uh, we've got uh, another taxi trade fair, which is taking place in Cologne in uh, Germany, of course. Uh, that's uh, at the end of this year. And we also have um, Fiera del Taxi, which I guess means taxi fair. Uh, my Spanish is, uh, is not very good. That's taking place in Madrid, on the 21st and 22nd of November this year. So that's all that we have. I think there's. it's worth saying that we've got this Scottish Taxi Expo um, that is hopefully going to be scheduled sometime uh, around about this summer. Uh, and as soon as we've got some more details on yeah. that, we can, uh, we we can keep everyone updated. So that's it for the, the what's on section. Um, if you hear of anything new, um, please uh, reach out to us on our, our Facebook page and keep us informed and we will add that to the list. So I think that's it for us for another show. So we'd just like to thank our subscribers, you um, out there for listening and providing uh, feedback. And uh, we've also changed to a weekly format as opposed to the fortnightly forum format we were doing. Um, and that seems to be going well. So the shows are, are slightly shorter, but hopefully the content is um, is just as good um, as, it, as it was previously. So just uh, thank you to everyone for listening and stay safe. Yeah, and we'll speak to you again next week, guys. Thanks. Thank Bye. you.